Something we love more than humans. Yeah. Most for the most part, yeah. So, as you can probably tell by the fucking killer tune that we're rocking out with now, we're going to Detroit, Detroit City. And we're listening to Kiss Destroyer 1976. It's 45 years. Fuck. 45 years today, that's crazy. I just can't wait. You know, it's cool. I love this album, especially, like, over all of them. It's got my favorite artwork for Kiss. It's got my favorite song, which is God of Thunder. So I guess you already know my favorite song on the album. Um, it's just... Kiss was huge to me when I was a kid. Kiss was huge to a lot of people. You know, they call it the gateway drug of rock and roll. You know. My dad has a Kiss Army sticker. Really? Yeah. It's from one of the albums. Yeah, I like that this this is a rough, uh, like, sleeve, right? But since it's got that nice insert in it, I, mm. I don't fuck with it, really. As long as it plays through and does what it's got to do, yeah. play that sweet sound. That sweet music. The music we all love. Oh yeah. Now I'm not the biggest kiss. Like I, I'm not necessarily not a fan. I just don't know a whole lot. I listen to obviously, you know, quite a bit of it. But if I were to pick an album out of my collection, it, the first one that I pick will not be a kiss album. No. But they're still fucking good. Yeah. I've always to be fair, them. the first album you will pick won't be fucking 99% of the shit you listen to. True. <laughs> True. You know? Yeah. But, I don't know, for me, like, it was a band, when I first started getting into rock music, you know, like, Guns N' Roses was the thing that made me like rock music initially and fall in love with music in general, but Kiss was another one of those bands that came along shortly thereafter that, like, I just fell in love with it. I thought they were awesome. Yeah. Well, they, they, they have the whole show, you know, it's like... 
you're not just going to see the music and then playing it live. You're getting the whole fucking show with fireworks, uh, with fireworks, makeup, explosions, uh, big, big boots, fucking massive costumes. You know, like killer-looking instruments. Oh yeah. And you know the other thing is when you go to like I was lucky enough to see a Kiss show. I saw them August 16th, uh, 2019. Uh, they're on their farewell tour again. <laughs> you know, but uh, another one. But honestly, it's weird. It's it's almost like I was happy that they were still doing another farewell tour just because I never had the opportunity and I finally did, and, and that was a, that was huge for me. You know. Yeah. But when you go to a Kiss show, you see so many characters, man, that are dressed up, like all the different face paints. Like, it's like that episode of Family Guy, <laughs> when Lois doesn't know the words. I don't party every day. <laughs> and then Peter doesn't talk to her. I know, and then she actually knew Gene Simmons yeah. and used to hook up with him. Uh, and his tongue would come out. Oh, Gene. But even, like, Gene, even when you're a kid, right, like... Just not even the music aspect. If you're a young boy or even a young girl at that that point, that like you know you like action figures and heroes and villains. Like they look like a fucking their superhero group or a super villain group or fucking both. Yeah. Or, you know they look cool. Don't they, have their, don't they have their own comic book? Or their yeah, own they have comic books. Too? They even had a they had a movie. Uh, the, Kiss meets the Phantom, and it's a fucking trash movie, man. Like, the drummer, like, he doesn't even do his voice. I don't know. It's like a Chinese guy, and you hear it, man. It's like, what oh, the fuck? <laughs> me and Kiss. <laughs> but, I don't know. I've always liked Kiss. This is one of my favorite. This and Rock and Roll Over are <coughs> the two Kiss albums that I personally love the most. But I love them all, dude. Like, I like their earlier, like this uh, <coughs> the '70s stuff. I really like the '70s stuff. Yeah. The '80s, they kind of lose me. And well, then look, I, I you never got to any you of got Kiss stuff. Alive, right? You never had it before. No, I was I like, dude, both. you gotta get it, man. And uh, what? Well, the, there's a third and a fourth one, I believe. Okay, I haven't. I don't got those. But. but uh, you know, you didn't have the first Kiss Alive, and then when you find, I told you, like, man, it's fucking awesome. Then you finally listen to it, and you're like, dude, kicked ass. And it's like, yeah, man. And well, the thing yeah. is, is they didn't really break it into the, the open world until that live album. You know what yeah. I mean? The first three albums did not do very well. I mean, fucking, like, they got big songs on those albums. Strutter, which they still play. Deuce, which they still play. Fucking, uh... Well, obviously, the big song, Rock and Roll All Night and Party Every Day, that's on the album Dressed to Kill, and that is not a hit on that album. It became a hit afterwards because of the release that came on Kiss Alive. Yeah, okay. I was just looking up some of the albums there. The first three are pretty... Uh... Yeah, the first three. The first one's self-titled. Well, second Hunter one's Hotter Than Hell. Than Hell. Yeah, Hotter Than Hell's big, but I mean, oh, I mean, the, the mixing on it isn't the the best either. Like, it's a hard to hear album. Like, I think their first album is pretty fucking good, honestly. Strutter, that's a yeah. Fucking and then the Black Diamonds on that. Uh, yeah. There's some fucking uh, Cold Gin is on it, right? Yeah, Cold Gin. Firehouse, yeah. I love Firehouse. It's a fire. But, Deuce. like, as much as I love those tracks, like, I listened to uh, Animalize yesterday, 
or not yesterday, but a couple of days ago, I put it on, and I was fucking, I was vibing to it hard to the point where I had to put on a bunch of, like, 80s hair metal after just because I was in that mood from that point on, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, you get in the mood sometimes. It's my fucking favorite Kiss tune. And, you know, when I seen them live, when they do God of Thunder, right? Like, Gene Simmons gets on this platform, and he goes up into the fucking rafters right up top. And, like, each side is a giant jumbotron of his face. And he starts laughing and spitting out blood. It's like, oh, yeah. And the whole crowd's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does that a couple times. And he's like, well, all right. And then he goes right into it. Oh, man. He does the blood spit in that song? Yeah. Because I remember watching a couple live performances. He used to do that in Firehouse. When they used to play Firehouse, I remember seeing him spit out blood. I always liked Fire. No, was it Firehouse? I think it might be Firehouse. I don't know if it was Firehouse. I'm not sure. But I know he did it like that. And, and when they do War Machine, which is on Creatures of the Night, that's where he blows fire. Okay. You know, they got so many tricks yeah. like it's... Well, that's what sold, too. You know, like, wow, you're going to see a kiss show. You're basically seeing a circus act with on steroids. Yeah. Like blowing rocking, fire, fucking, fucking spitting blood. Yeah. Pyrotechnics flying up in the air. But, I mean, my dad saw them twice. I don't know. My dad's seen them. Necessarily yeah, if they were, like, the biggest shows, like, back then. Like, sure, he was spitting blood. I don't know if there was, like, a million dollars worth of fireworks. Well, like they, they had a big show right from the get-go. He was blowing fire and spitting blood early. Mm-hmm. Early, okay. dude. Well, then, yeah, probably. Like, I have a picture... Uh, on one of my albums it might have been in the CD actually now that I think of it like a greatest hits it's got a bunch of pictures in it and there's a early concert and you see Gene blowing fire and it's early 70s early mid early to mid 70s he's blowing fire in what? like early 70s okay. early to mid 70s so like their their stage and their 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 show grew over time but like I said it wasn't a hit right away but those were some of the things that they got noticed for you know yeah. and the thing with the Alive album really catching was at that point nothing nothing had really hit big for them right and the only thing that was going really well was their their live performances what the year was that one released? I can look that up yeah. Kiss Alive? yeah I want to say 75 Yeah, 75. 75, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is... Because it's, it's right out, It's right before this one. Yeah, it's right before Destroyer, and then it's uh, Rock and Roll Over. Yeah. But, uh, man. Like, I don't know. It's, it's their live performances that was keeping them in it. And then when it came to the point, like, do you want to do another low-budget fucking studio album, or do you want to fucking try to capture what you guys are doing on the road? And KISS has gotten into a lot of shit over the years because of that live album. A lot because of merch, too. there's a lot of fucking, uh, you know, they've really fixed it up in the fucking studio. And they they added the, some crowd noises to make it seem bigger than it was. And, yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, so many live albums that come out have to be done like that. Just because you got to get the sound good, you know? It yeah, has to be yeah. playable. It has to, like... That's the difference between... Uh, an official live album and these bootlegs that circulate. You know what I mean? The bootlegs, you're getting the raw edition of it. Yeah. You're not hearing it the best as you would if it wasn't done like that. 
and you're just not getting this. It's not the same. Like, no. Someone's editing it for your appeal. Yeah. It's like these pictures. These these fucking women on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? They take the picture. They edit it. They photoshop. They fucking the shit edit it. it. It's like Photoshop of music back then. <laughs> but I mean, that's you know, that's could be like an artistic you know point of view as well. It's like we're we're editing it, yes, but we're also making it to what we want it to sound like. Mm-hmm. You know? and the thing is, at that time, their live show could give you that. Yeah. So it's not like you heard it in the studio, or you hear it on the record and then go see Kiss, and you're not getting what they said they were gonna give you. Oh. They say when when they're coming on, you want it the best, you get the best. Yeah. The hottest band in the world. Kiss! That's how they opened up the show when my dad saw them. Every show, man? Damn, I don't know if it was Rock in uh, Detroit, Rock City, but it was... What year was it? Uh, I think it was... Late 70s? Yeah, seven, it might have been the live tour. <coughs> it was either the live tour or the tour after for Destroyer. <coughs> Because it was late 70s, like the tickets, I think, 77. 77? It, it could be Rock and Rollover or Love Gun, too. Not 77's sure. Love Gun, I believe. I have that album. Love Gun? I don't have a lot of Kiss albums on record. Love Gun's a good album. Love I Gun was it. one of the ones that took me, like, I wanted all the original uh, band of Kiss on vinyl, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have all the solo albums right now, I just have Gene, but I'm not, like, chasing them. Like, it came up, I found a cheap copy, it had the poster in it, grabbed it, one down, three to go. But the studio albums, it was like, I need them, and I want them. You know, with the Alive 1 and the Alive 2, and I prefer Alive 2 just because it's got the songs that I fucking really loved growing up, you know? Alive 2 was probably... I think the first album I own from Kiss. That was one that took me a while to get to, just because I didn't see them all the time. Yeah, no, but now that I find I've gotten into, well, I've gotten a couple more, I see more now. Yeah, once I got mine, I seen a couple, but I got a nice copy. My love gun's a misprint. I've always liked that. Do you have the gun? What? There's a gun that comes with it that, like, you stand and it says bang? No. That would be cool to have. My dad used to have it. My dad gave all his Kiss albums away to his buddies when they were kids and he was moving away. Uh, yeah. That seems to happen. My dad gave an original pressing of Woodstock away. Like the Woodstock album. I, he, he lent it to a friend and the friend never gave it back or something like that. <coughs> My dad took uh, some guy's album, Unleashed in the East, right? Because he was uh, babysitting someone's apartment, right? Looking at home sitting for someone. And he had some friends over, and uh, they had, these people had some cookies in their house, and the guy kept taking the guy's cookies or whatever. And uh, I don't know. My dad told him, "Don't take the cookies." He took the cookies. My dad took the record. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you know, and he still has that record. You know, so it was worth it. It was definitely I mean, a good decision he, at that time. He told you. He told. Dad hey, not to. If you fucking eat those cookies, you got another thing coming, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> See, I don't know if you notice what's different on the misprint, but uh, the only thing that's really different is uh, they have. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> that's way that's a promo. 
It's a good album too, though, Love Gun. And it has a similar cover, right, to this one? Like, I find that the yeah. Love Gun and Destroyer's covers are so similar. See, the only thing that changes is mine doesn't have the Love Gun kiss on the label. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's the only thing. That's nothing. That's dope. But hey, it's a misprint. It's cool little find. Brad, yeah. you haven't told them what you're drinking. I'm disappointed. Oh, yeah, you were true. all about, oh, I want to drink these beers. I want to tell them how I feel about them. Yeah, well, you know, I'm drinking Miller High Life again. Because I'm too broke right now to afford any fancy beers. So Miller High Life is the champagne of beers. And uh, the champagne of beers is good enough for Brad to drink. Give it a five on five. Yeah, five on five. <laughs> five on five. I'm also drinking the champagne of beers. I have a Miller High Life, and uh, what can I say? That's exactly what it is. It's the High Life. We're living the High We're Life. We're High here Rollers. And this side is over. And this side is over. Which means it's time to flip the record. Another flip. Another flip. You got to hear the next time. Flip up, flip up, flip the record now. It's coming for you, baby. Flip up, flip up, flip the record now. It's here now. Flip up, flip up, flip the record now. The record has now been flipped, and this is side two. Sad too. How are you? What you gonna do? Still listen to Kiss too. Fuck yeah, we're still listening to Kiss. I'm gonna listen to Kiss till the day I die. So Kiss is composed of four members originally. Yes, sir. Eric Carr. No. No. <laughs> what I tell you about mentioning Eric Carr already? He's coming later. He's coming later. True. It is Paul Stanley, lead singer, rhythm guitar player, Ace motherfucking Freely, lead guitarist, Space Ace, Space Ace, best motherfucking fucking member in the band for sure. Then we got the Demon. Oh, that's Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. He's a bit <laughs> of a dick. He's a bit of a dick, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was in a fucking fucking dope great band. businessman though. And then the drummer. Catman, <laughs> the Catman, Mr. Peter fucking Chris, let's go. Like, when I was a kid, when I was like wanting to fuck around with music and stuff, when I was a kid and interested, I always wanted to try the drums, and I always wanted to try the drums because of Peter Chris. That big, beautiful pearl kit, man, oh my god, it was huge. Yeah, that kit is fucking big. I remember watching the live DVD there. Man. I think it's Kissology, I'm not sure what it is. There's a live DVD my dad had. I remember Does watching. Does still have it? We should borrow it. I'd love to watch it. Definitely, definitely. Cello sure doesn't have any old kiss. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like I don't know if it's necessarily super, super old, but it's pretty, pretty old. But man, Cat Peter Chris, man, like we got Star Child, cool man, the Demon, very cool man. Space, space Ace, Ace or Spaceman, very cool name. Catman. Come on, the Catman was dope. Then when I was a kid, straight up for Halloween, for Halloween, 
when I was a kid, like four years in a row, my pumpkins were carved like kiss. <laughs> One year I did fucking Star Child, then I'd do the Demon and the Space Ace, and then I'd get the fucking Catman. It was dope, man. I loved it. It was cool. Uh, at such an early age, I was so like into doing shit like that, just yeah. because of music, things that I liked. So, P- Peter, Chris left. They, the main band has always kind of been well, not anymore, but the main guys in it have always been. Well, I don't even know. Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, they've been in. Yeah, it for well, the I most. guess they're the the co-leaders of the group. Ace um, Freely was on and off, I guess, right? Well, they've all been on and off. They've all. Yeah, I there's been times where there's three of the originals with both situations. Sometimes with Peter and not Ace, and with Ace and not Peter. But mainly it was always Paul Stanley. But it's always Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, you know? And, and right now, the current lineup is a fucking... It's a good lineup, you know? Paul, Tommy, Tommy Thayer, yeah. he's a beast. And I think he's he joined Kiss in, like, 02, right? That's when... You know, they, it was weird. They were doing the reunion, then the farewell. Like, one after another. Two big tours. And then they didn't want to stop touring. Right? And then there was conflict with money and... I don't know. Yeah. There was just issues. A bunch of... bunch of shit, mostly probably from the past, you know? Which shouldn't have really ended it. Because they all still perform, you know? But... Yeah, Tommy Thayer has been in KISS for quite a fucking so, while. So too. And Eric Singer on drums, he's portraying the Catman, you know. I think he, dude, he was in the band in late 80s, early 90s. Yep. And then, and then uh, like, when they did the Unplugged and Peter showed up and it was the first time that Peter, it was the first time that the original lineup of KISS had played since the 70s at the MTV Unplugged. Uh, 95? Yeah, and that's available on records and CDs, and you can find it on Spotify. It's the first performances with the original lineup, and uh, it's, it's awesome. It's a cool album, so you should check that out if you're a Kiss fan. Is that the original uh, lineup? Uh, for part of it. They oh, bring okay. them out. Not the whole show. Peter Chris, when, didn't he die in 91? Peter Chris didn't die. Peter Chris is alive. Eric Carr died. Okay, I misread it because I was reading it quickly. But I was just giving out hints for the next Kiss episode or a future <laughs> Kiss episode that features Eric Carr. But Who Peter is he? Is he the Catman? No, he's the Fox. Which is a much cooler name. The Come Fox. On. The Fox is a lot cooler than Catman. Come on, don't hate the Catman. I like Peter I love Chris, though. He's a good drummer. I've always but... liked the cat makeup with the green. <laughs> uh, come on, don't hate. Don't hate. I like both. Man, to see Kiss, when I seen Kiss, Gene Simmons was like five days away from turning 72. And he's standing at the top of the rafters, like fucking bass, singing, like killing it, you know? Now, I used to watch Gene Simmons' Family Jewels. Uh, I liked that show. Yeah. It was 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 better than the Osbournes. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. You know, Sharon was cool. Uh, not Sharon. Shannon? Shannon. Shannon, she was cool. Shannon Tweed? Uh, her sister was always cool. And it, was like, it was a good show. It's just, man, he was such a fucking businessman. Like, he yeah. he's, You know, as much of a prick as he is, he's one of the biggest reasons why they've made oh, as much yeah. money 100%. as they have and been as popular. Oh, what a tune. Like, I honestly think... Well, I mean... 
that's probably loud for the viewers. <laughs> uh, it definitely is. Look at it. Yeah. Uh, I know, like, I'm Gene Simmons to me, I'm not shitting on Gene Simmons, but he's not the greatest bass player of all time. It's like, it's I won't shit say. on Gene Simmons, but I'll fucking piss on him. No. You know? What? That's not what I said. Oh. That's, that's what I said. He's still a base. That's what I okay, said. Well, what? If you're saying it, then I'll agree. But <laughs> <laughs> you won't make a statement like that on your... I don't know. He's cool, but he's kind of a dick, too. You know, like, saying that he did the fucking... Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, um, <laughs> what do you call that? Demon fingers? Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. When you fucking... Horns. Your devil horns. When you're fucking indexing your pinky and rocking the fuck yeah. out. And he tried to trademark it. Like, that's mine. I did that. Like, shut the fuck up. You did that. Like, Dio did that. Fucking Angus, Angus did that. Everyone did that. Yeah. Uh, I fucking do that. Yeah. I've done it at concerts. I do not kiss concerts. Yeah. I do it at every concert. <laughs> like, I fucking love fuck you guys. Yeah. I peace sign too. Uh, fucking peace. <laughs> peace God, again. I miss concerts. Dude, it's, you know... This is the second to last concert I seen before the COVID break. I seen Theory of a Dead Man in February, like February 26th or 7th or some shit. I was gonna see Pearl Jam on the 21st of uh, March. Got cancelled. Fuck. Yeah, but the show I had seen that. before that was back in August 2019, and that was Kiss. And holy fuck, man. The wow. fact that I had to go from August to February between concerts was awful. So I had one lined up for the next three months. Four months, yeah. actually, with Rage. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to go, like, it was going to be, like, Pearl Jam, and then Sebastian Bach, and then Tool, and then Rage. Potentially Ozzy. Ozzy potentially Ozzy, yeah, dude. Like, with Marilyn Manson? Come on, now. Well, maybe Yeah, but when he got throat oh, cancer, yeah, he pulled out, it was going to be Marilyn. I don't know. It's dirty. Fuck you, COVID. Go the fuck away. Soon. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. 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 I was a teacher today. I was a teacher today. It was his first day teaching. Yeah. Well, well I didn't teach, but... His first day spectating. Yeah, I was... Yeah, was a spectator. Was fun. Was fun. I'm glad you to... got your Alexander Gold student teacher card. Yeah. It's a... I don't know if I should even shout out the school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. We went okay. there, as I... Yeah. Mr. Uh, o. I miss Mr. Mr. O. I saw You're Mr. a beast, Mr. O. Yeah. He is. He is. Honestly, Thanks for yeah, letting us blast music on your speakers. But honestly, if it wasn't for Mr. O, I don't think I would be as musically inclined. Yeah. Like, he was the one, like, you know, fuck, he, he used to compliment me. Like, You're a fucking great drummer. You're the best drummer at golf. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm, you know... Okay. I'm I was there. usually way too stoned. I'd nap behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brad be drumming, I'd be behind him napping. Hey. That's okay. Someone has to nap once in a while. I wouldn't nap. But anyways, Mr. O fucking helped the shit out of me. Like, and then that's pretty much where the band Queen Street formed. Brad, what I don't know. <laughs> but that's where Queen Street was formed. It did. It. I was. I was around when it was getting yeah, formed. It was cool. You guys were playing together from like level two on. You know. To yeah, well, that was like the me, Taylor, and uh, Thomas. But. Louis came around like the year after. No, he came out. He came in college. Oh, like oh see, yeah, I college. I was held back here, so I was in music mm -hmm. class with Louis for one year. He, he was good. He was like he played saxophone. saxophone yeah. yeah. And then uh, Dylan came in level five. So yeah. Yeah. 
Well, he was playing bass, but just not... He picked up the bass, I think it was like beginning of level 5, he learned pretty much all this shit in like a couple months, and then he was fucking bad. I was like, wow. He was fucking plowing through the bass, he really picked it up Fuck quick. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We miss you, Dylan. We miss, we miss you, Dylan. Um, I'm just gonna read out some chart things here. This album did pretty well. <laughs> like, uh, Canada, number 6. Yeah. UK was number... Fuck yeah. While well, UK pop albums was 11. But in the UK in general, it was 22. This is a beautiful song. I love this it song. It is a very beautiful song. I've um, never met someone named Beth and didn't immediately think Kiss. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like Vallis now, you know? It's just like... Um, US Pop Albums was number 11. Uh, and Shout It Out Loud, the single, reached number one in the Canadian charts. But only yeah. number 31 <coughs> in the Billboard, 31. Billboard Pop Singles. Flame and Youth was a single. Yeah. It only reached 74. Hey, it's a single. Um, it's not four five. Beth was number five and seven. Beth so that's that's the song we're listening to. Yeah. Very well, fucking, you know, reached two times platinum. Very, yeah. very good album. I mean, it's probably not well, the biggest album. I mean, when album. I seen them, they played Detroit Rock City, obviously, Gun Thunder. They played the Shout Out Loud and Beth. For sure. They might have played another song. They might have played Blaming Youth or something, but I can't remember. But three songs off the album, and two of them were the first two. They they fucking go into Detroit Rock City and just shout it out loud. So when the concert starts with two bangers back to back like that, you're just so into it. Right yeah, for, you're ready. You're ready. Right from that point. What they start with again? Uh, Detroit yeah, Rock City. Like, that's a killer yeah. fucking start. Like, they start Well, you just album. hear it coming, like... <laughs> the and then the fucking... <laughs> then the, the thing pulls up. <laughs> like, everyone stood from that... The moment the, yeah. the curtain pulled up, wow. everyone was on their feet till the Where end. Where was this? Bell Center. Really? Yeah. And it was cool, because when I get there, like, I'm on the floor, but I'm in the back. But, like, immediately, I notice, like, there's a fucking small stage beside me. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? What's happening here? Yeah, I'm excited. You know, and I'm looking up, and I can see, like, un- like hidden under a curtain. Like, I was the last on the aisle, so I was right beside this small stage. Like, my arm was could be rested on it. You know what I mean? That's pretty nice. So I'm looking up, and you see a disco ball, right? So I'm like, oh, shit. So, like, halfway during the show, fucking Paul Stanley... He's like 69, 70 years old, no fucks given, gets on this motherfucking zipline and fucking flies from the from the stage down the fucking, uh, over the floor, over everyone's heads, lands right beside us, right at the stage, and I'm like front row, and he does, I was made for loving you, and love them. With the disco ball, man. I was there, front row, like, holy fuck, this is so cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Who was the opening act for that show? Dude, it was weird. It was a painter. Oh, you were. It was a painter. Yeah, Yeah. I think I mentioned it on the podcast before. Okay, that's weird, you know. That is. Did like a Freddie Mercury picture, a David Bowie picture, some other random picture, and then for his finale, he painted Kiss, like, upside down, then flipped it. Shook it, fucking flicked it, and spun a wand, <laughs> did his shit. I don't boom, boom, kiss. And then you look at it, it's kiss. It's like, yeah. that's dope. But you know what would have been really cool? A kick ass opening. Kick ass opening. Yeah. And for a bunch of the tour, it was David Lee Roth. Okay, yeah. 
you know, I think I mentioned that too. Yeah. It's all coming back. It's all coming back. <laughs> it's like we talked about Kiss and the Dungeon Screen now. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was weird. Did because, you see, sorry. What were you well, say? I was just going to say, did you see the crowd standing, uh, like oh. about to standing too? Everybody. Man. On their feet. On their feet. My, my buddy Jesse, he was there. We, we met at one point, but he was on the floor, so we had to meet at the boards. And Jen from camp, Jen was yeah, there yeah. with her son, and like, wow, it was just really cool. Well, fuck, when I was at Sabbath at the Bell Center, fucking assholes behind me told me to sit down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I st- and I, you know, I, I sat the whole show. I was like, uh, I was rocking the fuck out, but I, I, you know, I was being respectful. But the last song, Children of the Grave, I was like, oh, I'm getting up for this, you know. And the guy's like, taps me on the shoulder, like, can you sit down? I'm like, well, what the fuck? It's a show. Why are you... Sitting down the whole yeah, show, not even to get that. up at the last song. I sat down the well, whole. Well, maybe they could not stand uh, up. It wasn't too old of a person. I don't think. Yeah, it was like 40, 50 ish max. Like, I'm get on your motherfucking feet. Uh, Concerts, Black Sabbath. Yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> I I want to sit here and watch it and absorb the music. You don't have to be young to be at a concert, but when you're at a concert or an arena or a, a festival or something, you gotta be young at heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are a lot of, a lot of older like you know, my dad can still rock out at a concert. Your oh, old yeah. man can oh, still yeah. fucking rock out at a concert. Like they fucking love going to concerts. They were they went to Kempville last year. They they were gonna go to probably another festival, Kempville again or something like that. But you know, COVID. Uh, <laughs> COVID. We hate you, COVID. Uh, we fucking hate you. It's so weird at the school, man. Like I was saying earlier, it's so weird. It's like everything's separated, and like, like students are at home and then not at home. They're like, yeah, they don't all come in at the know, same time. Yeah, it's weird times, eh? Goddamn. But you know, Instead they of have teachers. a vaccine out. It's going around slowly but surely, and yeah. hopefully, you know, yeah, you know, Alice that. Cooper was just saying he's really looking forward to. Uh, you think there'll be a rock revival after? Yeah, I think so. I think so because I or think at least a lot at the of end. I feel like a lot of people aren't gonna want to go on tour for a while, and I think a lot of rockers are, especially some of the old, older ones well, Kiss just that are doing the, it to a grave. You know, yeah, they're ready. They, they, they want the, to their third show in Melbourne. Well, because Paul, I follow uh, Paul Stanley, and and he like he's got his vaccines. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know in Australia. Like, that's what we should have done here. We should just shut everything down, borders, everything closed, gone, goodbye. Don't let anyone in. Because Australia and New Zealand are having well, concerts and festivals. Something They're having similar festivals. Though, yeah. People are rocking out at concerts and it's making me cringe. <laughs> I just wanted to point out one last thing about Kiss. Um, on their New Year's Eve show, they spent a million dollars on fireworks. A million dollars. They made it back. Well, yeah, definitely with they the amount of people, back. like, not in the audience. I wish I would have watched it, but it was so expensive. I yeah. was all like, well, how about we watch fucking some Aerosmith and then some Zach Brown Band and again? then Dr. Dre. It was like fucking 50 bucks or yeah, something. Yeah, we're watching corn for 20 bucks. 40 bucks because we're getting a cool shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 50 <I'm> bucks. <laughs> well, 40 American, it might yeah. be like 60, but you know, it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, but like 50 bucks for just, you get a pay-per-view on TV, you can sit at home and get drunk, but then you gotta buy your own liquor, but I mean, I guess if you go to the concert, like you but man, a million dollars in fireworks, I wondered, I saw some of the fireworks show, and it, I think like 70% of it was at the end, like it was just like, <laughs> the whole arena was just blowing, <laughs> like, my god, but you know, throughout the whole show, they had planes and everything, like, 
crazy show. If it is, if when Kiss comes back around, I would like to see it. Well, if they come back, around. if they come back, they around. they did March and then they did August and that was supposed to be the final. But I don't know. Kiss is the kind of band that that they think about their fans a lot, right? And knowing that we just went so long without concerts, mm-hmm. they just had a long break that they didn't expect. They may be feeling a little yeah. energized, you know. Who knows? Maybe they get North America in leg. one last time. I don't know. Who knows? It could be done after this. They are getting old, though. They are getting old. But Paul Stanley's working on some new stuff. It's cool. Oh, yeah. I have. I don't think I've ever listened to much solo Kiss stuff. Like, well, I like from, uh, Ace anyway. Freely's most. Even when they did the four solo albums mm-hmm. with Kiss in my 78. Dad's, my dad's bigger fan of Ace Freely. Dude, I'm getting that cover tattooed. That's the next one. That'll it's going to be good. It's going to be dope. Yeah. But, uh, holy Short shit. episode, eh? Yeah. Damn. You know what's funny? This album and when we did uh, Alice Cooper on his birthday, they were both produced by Bob Ezrin. True, yeah. And it's also it's a birthday. So yeah. we're, we're, we're fucking giving Bob Ezrin a bunch of credit because he, he's getting uh, two birthday albums in less than two weeks. Yeah. So <laughs> fucking right on, Bob Ezrin. We know he did a lot of drugs too with those artists. Right? Man. He must have had He a really good time. got into it, yeah. He must have had a good time. And he's from Toronto. He's Canadian. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I didn't know that. Fuck yeah. Way to go, eh? Bob Ezrin. Shout out Canadian. Shout Actually, out to that this, guy. You know what we should do soon? Canadian album. We should do a Canadian album. I don't think we've done one. Yo, why don't y'all comment on our Facebook yeah, page? Go to DBD Grooves on Facebook. Tell us what you guys want to hear. An album that you think. We most likely have it. And if not, we'll try to get it. Yeah. You know, what I'm interested in finding new music all the time yep. too. So I 100%. mean, hey, well we've reached the end of another episode. It's a short one too. Yeah. Like it's 30, 38 minutes now, and we haven't even been fucking. <laughs> Talking about like two minutes. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have a good day now, folks. Thanks have for a listening. Good day. This is Monday. We did this Monday. Yeah. So we'll probably so be this is at your you Monday with... too. Happy Monday. Their podcast on Friday. Yeah, we'll see you Friday. Have a good one, folks. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your week.